Hey guys, and welcome to Dry Peak Popped Off's Casually Competitive Valorant Podcast. As always, my name is James Graham. This is Scott Finley. Hey guys. And I'm the casual, and he's definitely the more competitive. <laughs> so this week, we're going to get kind of right into it. We're going to be covering uh, patch reverts, first strike, some dope-ass plays on ice, uh, on Icebox, and uh, you know the feedback because of first strike. Um, before we get into it, though, just want to apologize for a couple of previous episodes we've had. Some technical difficulties with them. We unfortunately might reference them off and on. Nothing too crazy, though. We're just going to be powering through it moving forward. Um, as well, I want to say that, you know, if you find it, are finding the audio version or just finding the video version, we also have, you know, both. So check us out on any podcasting platform you listen to us on. So like Spotify, iTunes, all that good shit. And then we're also on YouTube at popped off. And then you can also find any updates regarding us at, uh, popped off on Twitter at popped underscore off. And then our website at popped off.com. It's a lot of popped off all at once, but, uh, yeah. That's what we're uh, that's what we're doing. Um, I'm drinking some broadside APA, some hoppy aromatic citrus and bright. It's pretty. It's pretty good. I'm not complaining. I'm still drinking leftovers <laughs> from last week. <laughs> Back into the Sleeman. Hell yeah. yeah. This is our second recording, so I'm I'm definitely feeling. Yeah, it. we're yeah we're yeah. This is this is take two, so we're like we're a little we're a little. If we're, we do a take three, you'll notice I'm asleep. <laughs> just gonna be passed over here on the side. So yeah, uh, we're gonna get right into it. So with. Patch notes and patch reversions. So uh, Sky, we had very briefly. We got to. We get. Well, I didn't get to touch her at all. You got to see her in in, in play. Yeah, yeah. A good friend of ours loves to spend money on games. Bought it and was playing her. So he just like paid for her, right? Sick. Like, oh yeah, yeah, of course. That's only like ten bucks. I, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. That's not too you bad. Know, if you're, if you got you got the money, why not use it? And yeah, like yeah. she looks sick, man. She pairs really well with any duelist, like. Her her drone essentially has a stun. Her flash is just an upgraded version of Phoenix's. Her heal is situational, but works when you're with someone. Like, yeah, she looks really good, man. I think you'll see her a lot, especially on maps like you know Bind and Icebox. Like she pairs well. And her ult is disgusting because it finds yeah. it oh, just yeah. finds well, people. If you've ever played Spike Rush, it's literally the wolves from that like yeah they hunt you down like you can literally just send them out and follow them in like it yeah, it's disgusting it's so good fucking christ yeah it's yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be a bitch to play around like i mean it like is, yeah, yeah. I think you're gonna see like some people are gonna have to play differently now like again like, i keep going back to it but split like mid there like it, you either have to play aggressive and beat her timings and and, and peak her before she gets the jump on you or yeah. you're gonna have to play way back where her wolf can't see you which if her wolf can go all the way down mid down sewers before it runs out so like you'd have to play back like yeah you'd have to play in sewer like you'd have to sit in sewer wait and hope it comes out at the beginning of the round yeah. and then and then peek out yeah exactly yeah, like with her it enables like sort of a three minute setup where she just sends that out you follow it in it stuns someone and you get a free kill every time like it's gonna be hard unless unless the whole enemy team is sitting mid but at high level play like that just doesn't happen like you're gonna play a default you know, i mean high level play no like I, the, the, at least what i was watching that nobody nobody sits mid at all yeah I mean, <laughs> like, well, you might have like one or two just to hold a push but yeah you're not dedicating your whole team there like you no. don't want to give up any map control elsewhere like yeah so think she's gonna switch around some metas when she comes out i think for sure yeah yeah who do you who do you think is getting the boot from like the the meta roster right now i think brimstone's already on the way out because i think omen is better anyway yeah uh, but i think she replaces that i think her 
with an omen and maybe a phoenix and a cipher. The fifth one is a flex spot. You know, could be jet, could jet. be rays. I think Sobaku is still getting worked in, like with just like it's tough, right? Yeah. Like, Cypher gets more info, and then what? Whatever her name is, Sky. There you go. Now gets the rest <laughs> of the info. So I just don't know what what role Sova fits, and like I feel like unless you're Sentinels, like Sova is easily flexed out for other characters. Yeah. Like his role can just be done better. For yeah. Other people. I yeah. Think. Maybe a viper, if uh, you know, if you're frisky. <laughs> a little frisky yeah. with the viper. Yeah, yeah. We sang her praises last last episode for sure. Um, and I think uh, I want to touch on this too because despite the fact the patch got revered, I think we we should still talk about what the patch actually consists of, which was Cipher getting not gutted, but not letting you like his his stuff dies dies. Yeah, yeah, when he dies, yeah, exactly right. So ciphers are going to be. I mean, probably, like, not just, like, sit on site, but they're going to be, like, a lark. Like, pretty much, you like, they're going to be, like, the, the 1v5 clutches, like. Yeah, well, I like that. I always thought it was a little stupid that, you know, even post-death, he's still providing valuable information. Like, you know, if they if they fall off a site and hit the other site, like, you still had to worry about traps. So, yeah, I think that's amazing. Um, funny enough, Kildra didn't get the same treatment. Her, no, she didn't. Yeah, that's weird. She still sits active. Although now she has that whole 40-yard... Uh, rule i guess well when the patch comes back out yeah or after 40 yards the turret goes unactive and all that so. yeah so she's gonna have to sit on a site pretty much but she can retract that shit so it's not like it's not make a break which the cooldown got lowered which i like because you if you can't leave your stuff to defend the site on its own anyway you might as well take it with you yeah and now she can kind of take it put it out take it away like she's much more mobile with it which i love yeah absolutely absolutely yeah so that's that's kind of cool it kind of changes her job a little bit right so um yeah but so icebox is still around though icebox is in unrated and spike rush and all that shit um which is good but because of this we're seeing tournaments not uh first strike of course but like other tournaments being smaller ones ones using icebox um the clip i'm referencing is it's pretty popular on reddit right now it's a 1v3 out of smg's uh oh my god what is it something b Zesby or Zesby, yeah, Zesby, yeah. His name, his name, just not is not totally spelled like that, so it throws me off. But yeah, we're seeing how effective Omen is on Icebox, and you said this last episode. You're like, it's gonna be fucking nuts. Like, I mean, there's a ton of elevation changes, so he's gonna be crazy. Yeah, I, I think his teleport really gets like you know double value. You know, you're not just using it to fake opponents out now. Like, you're using it to get like huge high ground advantages. Yeah. Like. To, like in the clip he totally fakes people out like he he teleports essentially through like a gate or through a window like, yeah yeah it's like it's like it's, it's a walk yeah you can't walk but you have vision and that's how i guess it works right yeah so, so he gets a pick teleports through there kills a guy flashes like above the crate like he's just all over the place and i think it just goes to show like mobile characters are gonna reign supreme yeah um but yeah if you watch the game like icebox actually didn't look too bad i mean it is much more of like a cod map where you're you're clearing angles and like you know it, it's you can't play how you used to you know you might you might see teams sort of give up control of some stuff where they wouldn't in other maps because there's so many angles yeah you know you, you need a much more tight uh defense so uh, i think it's gonna be interesting i think if they clean up a couple angles on a like you're gonna see actually uh you know a kind of an interesting map and I think it's fun as hell to watch. Oh, fuck yeah. Playing, Playing is probably a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? So, yeah, we'll see, we'll see how that goes. Because like, I'm, I'm really interested to see. I'm going to actually go probably go back and watch that tournament just to see how guys play on it and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it should it's, be. It's a crazy game for sure. Yeah. 
So speaking of like patches getting reverted and all that shit, first strike happened with no sky, no icebox, no nothing. But first strike was also an eye opener, I think, for some teams. Um, the you know the 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 rivalry between TSM and Sentinels kind of got dashed to the wind because Envy, Gen G, and fucking Cloud9 all decided to show up. Cloud9, of course, winning first strike the the qualifying round um, by you know tens being tens and. I don't know, Wardell being exposed and... Yeah, I mean, Tens is now apparently the number one player in NA, Cloud9. It just goes to show, I think, like, you know, in, in CSGO, it's it's commonplace to watch your opponent's demos and sort of learn how they play yeah. and, and what their executes are and any flaws you can. And, you know, the, the brains of Cloud9 are coming to play and I think they did their homework and I think yeah. it paid off big, you know, paid off in dividends. Uh, you know, when you're the top team like TSM was, like you can't watch demos of every single team because it, it's just not feasible. No, exactly. So it's it's nice to see someone get dismantled. And we also saw Genji beat Sentinels just to lose to Envy, which is a little disappointing. It happens, yeah. And then Genji beat TSM. <laughs> so yeah. So I I think that this tournament, I, I almost think that the the faceoffs, the matchups in this tournament are richer than what the major will be because my God, like. Those are some good games. Oh, fuck yeah. Those are some good upsets. Like, yeah. you might not get that in, in a bigger tournament where there's more on the line where teams have that time to prepare. Yeah, yeah. And let's just say, because we are seeing some roster changes and stuff like that. Like, Genji just got Sean. Assort- five, yeah, seven, assorted numbers. Sean, change your goddamn name. Change yeah. your name, Sean. Just go to Sean. Nobody's <laughs> no one's gonna nobody's gonna be upset. Um, so yeah, he shows up. Uh, Envy's new roster after dropping Akis and Calypso. Yeah. They show the fuck up. Um... So it's 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 crazy, and apparently Shinobi was just an absolute madman on Cloud Nine as well. So I mean, yeah. like it wasn't just the Ten Show, right? So yeah, I'm excited to see what happens with our major. I'm hoping it's the same quality because not only this, but we're also having rosters coming to the woodworks like Slimy Boogeyman, who we know fucking nothing about. Don't know who these guys are. Can barely Google them. Can barely Google them. They don't yeah. have Liquipedia page. They're all like their names are all in red, so nobody's done the research. Uh, which means I can't do my research. <laughs> um, we also had Cloud9 White uh, making into the top 16, clearly, as we've talked about before. Top 32. Top 30. Slimy Boogeyman made top 16. Top 16, my yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that was um, good, though. Yeah, because we weren't sure, one, if Cloud9 could have two rosters. Well, we talked about it in the past, too. Yeah, we weren't sure if they could, yeah. if they could have two rosters potentially make the tournament, which they can now. Yeah. And we also weren't sure, like, how this this uh, you know female team was going to do. Are they going to play in... in, in sort of a co-ed tournament or are they going to play female only yeah if they do play how are they going to do and actually one of their players on twitter like stood up for them and even said like we're not fucking around like we're we're radiant players like <laughs> i love that man you, like, you need yeah, that shit like, like we play against these guys every day like yeah we're, we're not fucking around this isn't just for publicity like we're we're real yeah and i think they showed that i mean top 32 is tough like every team in there is just radiant players yeah and cs players and like pretty competitive players so like even just making it there is, is pretty good yeah obviously they lost to the mummies boogeyman Sli- boogeyman the, the slimy boogeyman slimy boogeyman sorry but yeah i mean they, they put up a fight and i think yeah those are those are not like those neither of those games were a blowout it was 13 10 for both of them and like yeah like i mean and well, they, good they, on them like yeah i would bet money the slimy boogeyman are probably just like you know, teenagers that are just nutty reaction yeah. time players. Yeah. We don't know for sure, but, you know, for a team of nobodies to come out and frag out, like, 
they're probably like anyone who's over the age of you know twenty plus would be known by now. So, yeah, like they've got to be young guys fragging out, and it's good to see. I think I said that in the first episode. Like Valorant is a new game. You're gonna see new players just come in and shit on <laughs> the, the old dogs. Veterans. Yeah, yeah, and, and we need that. That's oh yeah, awesome. You, yeah, let's just say you want to see the changing of the guard, right? Like you want you want new blood, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, so first strike was like it was it was good. Like I mean, I I was happy with it. it. Went down. A lot of people were like, I don't know, they were like shitty with about observers. They were shitty about casting. We'll get into casting later. That's that's I'm gonna close the episode with that. But like the like they were upset with observers and not like knowing. But I mean, like observers are trying to learn a new game too. You know what I mean? Like it's tough. I mean, in Counter Strike, uh, there's an AI for observing. So oh really? You hit a button and it'll just go wherever action is. It just right so like yeah and i mean like there's nothing like i mean default default observers like i mean every game kind of has that but i they hire like like at least i know riot does they hire actual observers who like who like are like just pay attention to the map crazy like amounts and try and like go where everything is supposed to be right so enough actually the observers in counter-strike are well known like one of the biggest observers is named like nato safix and and they're like well known because their observing is really good and they're they're in the community talking on reddit all day long and It'll get there. It'll get yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, like, there. this is the... Like, people ripping on this tournament already. Like, it's the first fucking one, man. It's the first, like, riot one. You well, know? and production can only really go up from here, yeah. right? Like... Yeah, another, like, another big gripe, too, was, like, hey, like, not all the... Like, not all the games are broadcasted. Some of them, like, you're going to some random-ass streams that, like... I mean, Nursery Gamers is usually pretty good, and they try and, like, do all the relevant ones, and they'll give you, like, clips of the other ones. But, like, I mean, you can only do so much with so many people, right? So... Yeah, it's tough. And it's only a qualifier. It's not even the real first strike. So, like, yeah. if you're going to show a team getting knocked out in the top 64 or top 32, like, who, you know, who fucking cares? I mean, <laughs> I, I get it. Like, you know, if you're the team playing, like, you want coverage. Or if you're a fan of the team playing, like, yeah, you yeah. want that. But, like, if they're not making it, they're not making it. Like, That's if just you're going to watch streams watching get shit on, like, the big teams had coverage. Yeah. Oh, so, exactly. Right. So... That's just it, man. They're going to go where the money goes, and that's just it, right? Oh, so. exactly. And, like, even why would you show these unknown teams when you've got, you know, big, big NA org money? Like, Oh, yeah. Like, fuck you, Pressuring money. you to, like, kind of watch their team. Like, yeah. Well, that's just it. You have, like, Cloud9 is by far, like, one of the craziest, craziest organizations in all of esports. Same with TSM. Sentinels is making a name for themselves. Gen G is fucking massive. Like, you got, like, of course you're going to watch these guys, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. There are people to watch. And obviously, it just builds the hype. Like, I, I don't know. Coming from, from a competitive past and a competitive current, like, it's always kind of exciting to hear, like, oh, there's this unknown team in the ranks. Oh, fuck yeah. Kind of climbing through it. You haven't seen them yet. You haven't seen their footage. You're like, well, who are these guys? They're yeah. just shitting on everyone, like, coming forward. Yeah. So, I, I, it kind of builds a little bit of hype, too. Well, it's just it. Like, I mean, like, uh, like, I, like, Slimy Boogeyman are doing it just because there's no info on them, right? Like, I mean, they're already... Yeah, they're already exactly. that kind of roster, and right? Like, how do you plan for a team like that? Like coaches and IGLs, that's their whole role is yeah. to watch the demos, to counter strat. You can't. Yeah, you just can't. Absolutely. But right? yet they can do it to you. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's tough. <laughs> I get it totally. Like I, I have this in Counter-Strike with all of our games. People can watch our demos. We can watch their demos. It's like a, it's, you know, who counter strats who. Like, yeah. It's fucking, it's a game of chess. You know what I mean? Like it's. It's not easy. No. Oh, absolutely not. Right. So, um, talking about first strike, though, I kind of want to uh, go more into like the global picture kind of thing. Um, we're seeing some teams 
not totally happy with the region they're in. <laughs> they're like, they were like, yeah, we want to, we want to go against like, you know, the big guys. We want to go against like everybody else. Um, so anybody who doesn't know Gambit and Oxygen, so Gambit out of CIS, um, which is Russia and Gambit out of Turkey or uh, Oxygen out of Turkey, both put applications into play in the Europe uh, first strike. They were both denied um, and are kind of like, no, you have to compete in the region you're in. Now, I don't think Turkey, like Oxygen is probably complaining because Turkey's prize pool is half of half of Europe's. But I think CIS is, isn't, isn't as, isn't well, as wait, crazy. No, Turkey had 50,000. Yeah, and Europe's 100,000. Then what's CIS? I don't know. I, I, it wasn't actually, when I looked last, it wasn't listed. Okay. So, so, but like, yeah, they were like trying to make it in. And it's in like, there's two sides of this, I think. Like, I mean, one, you get the storyline of like, hey, this is like the top team out of, you know, CIS or Turkey. But then it's like, yeah, you're the top team, but you shit on everybody else. How good is the competition, right? Like, I mean, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to shit on the talent out of CIS and Turkey too much because you do have a lot of guys in like various esports coming out and just being fucking terrifying Um, combination of like lack of coverage and just a difference in play style. But I don't know, man. Like if you're like if you're a big fish in a little pond, that's all you're ever gonna be, right? So right. no, I, I think there's a reason. Like Riot wouldn't obviously do this if they didn't have plans. And I think sort of region locking it makes sense in a grander scheme if they intend to do like a worlds, which I think is good. You're building sort of this regional pride for these teams. Yeah. You watch them battle it out. But obviously, from an org perspective, like you're pissed because the the first round Europe gets more coverage, more viewers. Yep. Like, just more advertisements, more money circulating. Yeah, better talent to practice yeah. against, too, right? Oh, yeah, if you're investing money in a team, you want to see a return. And, and First Strike you, EU is how you see the return, oh, not First Strike Turkey. Turkey. yeah. But still, 50 grand, if it's a much smaller tournament, if you can crush the tournament and get 50K US in Turkey, like, that's okay. still a fuckload of money. Yeah, exactly, Jesus. right? Yeah, so, I mean, it's a fuckload of money here, dude. Our dollars in the shit. <laughs> like, oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> And, but like keep in mind like winnings in the US and you know our tax 50% true like, yeah like I don't know how Turkey is but like that's a shit load of money for yeah. someone in Turkey no that's it's so true right so um like Oxygen is like a newer organization they just got into Rainbow Six they're also in Rocket League as well that's another one where they're at in Gambit's been around for fucking ever. Gambit is in the league. They're in CS. They're like... Actually, I don't even know if they have an active CS roster. Oh, they, if they do. Are it's they dropped off the face of the earth, but... They were active Yeah, in they CS. came out of the woodwork, won a major, mm-hmm. and that's kind of it. And that's it. And yeah. they're claiming but fame. Like, it's, it's interesting. That, I mean, it's a good story. That, you know, they, they actually are such a hero story. Such a, like, a rocky, you know. The, the underdog, yeah. Yeah, they step oh, yeah. up, they win the major, and then they just, like, retire, and they're just chilling. We did it. We did yeah. it. I can retire with this. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with them. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, I'm really interested to start seeing, like, this international coverage and shit like this. Like, I mean, yeah. it's kind of hard, like, with, like, time zones and shit like that to be able to, like, catch up. And then you got to go hunting for the VODs. And they're not always super accessible, so. Right. Um... I want to see, like, going back to, the, like, the whole shitting on Riot and not, like, having their shit together for stuff like this. I want to see a centralized place to watch this stuff. That would be nice. I mean, if Riot doesn't get it done, it'll happen through a through Third party. community. Like, yeah. we've seen it in the past. Um, but I'm sure they'll get it done eventually. But how hard would it be to just have a Twitch page with, you know, Twitch <laughs> TV, First Strike EU, and a countdown? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But it'll happen eventually. I think the production value only can go up from here. Um yeah, I mean it's really the first tournament. They 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 also want to see the turnout. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, it's it's tough. It's really tough. 
Yeah, like, and that's just it. I think they're still, like, they're, they want to invest. You can tell they want to invest because they're already putting on their own tournaments. But I think it's like, it's like an easing into things. Like, well, we don't want to, we don't want to be Overwatch. We don't want to be fucking Blizzard, right? right. So, um, I think that's a big, I think it's a big thing for them. So, yeah, you're probably right. It's going to come. It's going to come at some point. Right. But, uh, yeah. I think the next thing in to kind of, kind of, I don't know, like, close it out a little bit is talking about the casters for... Yeah. For a first strike, um, at one point there was a, a, a both female duo. So this is pretty rare in esports to begin with. Um, yeah. Usually you have like like there is of course female talent that it, like there is we're getting even more of it, which is great. But this is the first time I've actually seen uh, like a, a duo cast, and they're both color commentators. They're neither of them are play by play, and they and they did it. I think they did a pretty good job. I, I watched the entirety of the series. Right. Um, but like, dude, like Twitch chat was just full blown degeneracy, full fucking blown degeneracy. Um, and one of them actually, it wasn't Pansy. It was the, it was the other one. I can't remember her fucking name. Um, but yeah, they actually took to Reddit and was like, Hey, give me actual feedback. And the, 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 my favorite part about it too, was the clap back was if you're just going to be a dick, I'm living in your head rent free. Like, I'm just like, that's, that's the attitude you need, man. Sure. Yeah. No, you gotta have a thick skin, I think for yeah. sure to be a female caster, but yeah, uh, color casting is cool. It's, it, you can't, you can't criticize them for being a play by play because you can't you get a train in that, man. Yeah. I mean, that takes a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience. You actually have to play the game at a high level. Yeah. You can't fault them for not being a play by play caster. It's extremely difficult. Like I would consider myself strategically inclined <laughs> But for me to, like, say what's going through my head as well as, like, what's happening on the map and what their goals are and yeah. everything all at once, it's super difficult. I And you have to, at the same time, dumb it down for yeah. your kind of lowest common denominator. It, it's just, like, really tough. You know, in CS, we're gifted that a lot of ex-pros kind of tend to fall into that role like you're seeing. Yeah. Uh, we've got a, an Australian treasure, Sponge who does that now. And, you know, everyone else kind of tries to keep it light and colorful, Yeah, you know, even like someone like Sadikus, you know, he's from here, Halifax. He he mostly just sticks to you know color casting, big taglines. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. The story, the storyline, and the hype, right? Not yeah, so much. Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's play by play is such a specific talent, and it requires so much out of you. Yeah, it's impossible. But yeah, I think the the criticisms I saw were like you know just trying to fill the dead air, which or trying not to always fill dead air, which I get like. People are there primarily to watch the game, and the casting comes second. Yeah. So I totally get that. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, and like, yeah, I think you. I think I think you previously mentioned that you got to the Reddit thread late. Like you got to like yeah, so yeah. so it was it was combed crazy. over. It was mostly you know everyone who's a incel was banned or yeah. something by then. Yeah. You know, Good job, safe. mods. Good job. Yeah, but, but yeah. So I mean, I think you just like I mean, you got like I mean, we have a women's team putting guys in the dirt. We have women cast are doing a great job. Like, just fucking be okay with it. Be okay with it. Yeah, well, well. I, like you know, I'm surprised that people are still acting that way. Like Pansy is a well-known female caster, and, and she does a great job. And yeah. she's casted Valorant, uh, CS:GO, yeah. maybe even Rainbow. She getting Rainbow? Maybe Rainbow. Anyway, she's done yeah. a great job in multiple esports. Like, you know, it's time for that kind of to be. Oh, yeah. I think for sure. Well, that's just it, right? And, like, I mean, it's not it's not new anymore, man. Like, I mean, League, which is, I think, I can confidently sit here and say it's, like, one of the, like, the biggest esports. Like, tied with right. CS. Frosker and Shocks, you know, like, um, Linus. Like, there's some crazy, crazy, like, talented people in there. And people are still, like, 
why is why like you know why is this happening right it's like come on man like you're living in the fucking stone age yeah give it up yeah. give it up it's it's a little it's a little cringy i think but it is, well, I, yeah. I get it like you know it, it, you're always going to face opposition i think but mm. good on them i think for reaching out for for helpful constructive criticism get your name out there yeah. You get help yeah. criticism. You know, it was one of it was one of the top trending like Reddit threads on there. Right? Plus, bad publicity is still publicity. So you know, keep keep on the grind. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah, right. Fuck yeah. Exactly. So yeah, like I mean, I think we I think we covered a lot. We covered, you know, uh, I mean, we first strike is the really big thing. Uh, we're probably going to talk about what we see following Sky's like implication to the meta. Yeah. That's the big thing we're kind of yeah, waiting for. Interesting for sure. Uh, yeah, and then well, not only that, but Icebox as well. I mean, we're kind of, we're kind of. This is like the the waiting room for that. We're gonna wait and see what happens once we do, like once we get those, because I think we're gonna see some crazy shit once we get there. Yeah, I think like strategizing on those maps is gonna be so hard. Man. Oh, an icebox will yeah. fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a cod map. It's a cod map. I think it's the best way to describe it. Um, yeah, but with that, guys, uh, that's it for us at Dry Peak. Of course, check us out on Twitter at Pop underscore Off. Email us at contact popdop.com to eat a fact check us. Get into our shit. It's all good. We'll we'll swear off with you. We're not afraid. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that's it for for Dry Peak this week. Come check us out next week. Awesome. See you guys.